0: Welcome to Wayne's Eye Lutheran Church in Rome, Monticello. This is Sunday, October the 16th, 2022, the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Roland Bandarop. Thank you to Warren and Cheryl Hall for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their 50th wedding anniversary. Thank you for joining us today.
1: I will sing of God's mercy Every day, every hour, He gives me power I will sing and give thanks to Thee For all the dangers, toils, and snares that He has brought me out He is my God, and I'll serve Him No matter what the test Trust and never doubt, Jesus will surely bring you out. He never failed me yet. I know God is able to deliver in times of storm. I know that he'll keep you safe from all earthly harm. One day when my weary soul is at rest I'm going home To be forever blessed Trust and never doubt Jesus will surely bring you out He never failed me yet I will sing Of God's mercy Every day, every hour He gives me power I will sing give thanks to thee for all the dangerous toils and snares that he has brought me out he is my God and I'll serve him no matter what the test trust and never doubt Jesus will surely bring you out he never failed me yet failed me he never failed me yet he never failed me he never failed me yet he never failed me he never failed me yet he never failed me he never failed me yet he never failed me he never failed me yet he never failed me he never failed me yet He never failed me, he never failed me Yeah, trust and never doubt Jesus will surely bring you out He never failed me
2: Thank you for starting us out right this morning. We've had so much activity in this building this morning, and that's what we needed. I have to share with you, um, Pete often shares with me, uh, Pastor, let's church him up, and I think that's <laughs> churching them up. Thank you, Pete. Let us begin this 19th Sunday after Pentecost with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this on page 94 in the front of your hymnal. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who forgives all our sins, whose mercy endures forever. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your Spirit so that we may live and serve you in the newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Let us sing our gathering song, 514, O Word of God Incarnate. Oh uh-huh. Service continues on page 184 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us share in the prayer of the day for this 19th Sunday after Pentecost. You'll find this in your celebrate insert. O Lord God, tireless garden of the people, you are always ready to hear our cries. Teach us to rely day and night on your care. Inspire us to seek your enduring justice for all this suffering world. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. may be seated. Let's
0: receive God's word. Our first reading is from Genesis 32. The same night Jacob got up and took his two wives his two maids, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and likewise, everything he had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, "'Let me go, for the day is breaking.' But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Penel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penel, limping because of his hip. The word of the Lord.
1: To Oop, Today we're using Psalm 121. Um, I'll play it once, I'll sing it once, and then we can all sing it. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I lift up my eyes to the hills, from where is my help to come? my help comes from the lord the maker of heaven and earth the lord will not let your foot be moved nor will the one who watches over you fall asleep behold the keeper of israel will never slumber nor sleep my help over you, the Lord is your shade at your right hand, the sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night, the Lord will preserve you from all evil, and will keep your life. The Lord will watch over your going out and your coming in From this time forth forevermore My help comes from
3: the Lord The maker of heaven and
0: earth Our second reading is from 2 Timothy 3 and 4 but as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient equipped for every good work. In the presence of God, of Christ Jesus, who is to to judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. Be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience and teaching. For the time is coming, When people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. As for you, always be sober. Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Carry out your ministry fully. The word of the Lord.
2: The Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. You may be seated for the reading of the Gospel. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not lose heart. He said in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So a couple of questions come to mind. The first is this. Are you questioning whether God is there or not? Has God left you? And the other question is the question that Jesus then raises. When the Son of Man returns to the earth, will he find faith among the living? Wow, some heavy questions for us to ponder this morning. This question coming at the end of Jesus' parable about the persistent widow seeking justice with the unjust judge, who then grants her request out of prevention, not wanting to be exhausted by her continually coming. And this story being tied to prayer speaks to our persistence in prayer before a just and a loving God who listens and is faithful. We may find times in our lives where God seems to be silent. And we question, are you there, Lord? Especially in my time of need. Oh, as your spiritual director, I have to tell you, God is very much present, very much listening, very much a part of your life. You have the choice as to whether or not to recognize that God is present. And what better way to recognize the presence of God in our life than to acknowledge him through prayer For this is how Jesus started out his parable. We need to pray always and not lose heart. And so prayer and faith must be tied together. Faith is opposite of fear. Faith is trusting on the gift of faith that has been planted in our hearts. And develop a relationship with a God who loves us. Now, I asked permission before the service, but they really didn't know what I was going to be saying, and I really don't know what I'm going to be saying, Warren Cheryl. But they are celebrating their 50th anniversary of marriage, which, too, is a gift from God. And I suspect over those 50 years, their relationship has gone up high and down low, and up high and maybe down low, and up high and Isn't that the way it goes with our relationships? But you know what? There's something that just keeps climbing, and that's that unconditional love, that love, that love, that love. Heartache may be there, but it's the love, the bond that they share with one another that brings them to a new day. And so I thank you for allowing me to pick on you just a little bit, and I'm sure all of us who have been married for a number of years We sense that. I enjoy that time with Liz having a cup of coffee, sitting in our sitting room there in the morning, and we don't need to say anything, but just being present with one another and that love that we share between one another. She's that Norwegian who says, I love you at the altar and maybe a couple other times, but I'm the Englishman, and I'm always saying, I love you, I love you, and she goes, I know, stop saying it or it won't mean anything. (laughs) God loves us unconditionally and God says every day, I love you. I love you. Prayer, both persistent and coming before God with our petitions in faith that trusts God in listening, grants justice. If I were to put the gospel that Jesus was sharing with us in a nutshell, there it is. And so, If this is what Jesus is conveying, let me lift up three thoughts this morning. A good Lutheran sermon, a three-point sermon, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But I'm going to go with prayer, faith, and justice. Can you say it with me? Prayer, faith, and justice. Now, tonight, when you get together uh, with other family members, what is it that pastor talked about today in his sermon? It is prayer, faith, and justice. And so what do they hold in common as I think about and I ponder about this scripture? Well, Jesus says that we need to pray. It is how we experience our faith in a living God, trusting that God listens and that God hears us. In the times of old, we had the prophets, but now in these last days, we have the gift of Jesus Christ. But I turn to the prophet Jeremiah. And the people of God... Jacob, and we heard his name was changed this morning in the Old Testament lesson that Roland read to Israel. And, and Israel lost their way. They they thought God pulled out, but God was always present. And so let me just lift up this passage from Jeremiah. If, you're, if you have your Bible or the Pew Bible, you can turn to 1224, Jeremiah 29.10. Your Pew Bible at 12, 20, page 1224 if you want to follow along, starting at Jeremiah chapter 29 at the 10th verse. This is what the Lord says. Jeremiah sharing with them, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you, fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then, you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen. You will seek and find me. And when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Praying with all of our heart, our soul, our being. God listens. God listens to God's people even when they forsake Him. Prayer is quieting our soul, our person our being prayer allows for us to be in tune with God who is as close as a breath blown across our cheek and so we teach about prayer and how and, and i think about barb in the wonderful illustration she's using her hands with our children and good sunday school teachers will say to the children let's take our hands and let's hold our hands Is this a particular way in which we need to pray? No, it's just, it helps us to center ourselves or maybe lay our hands on our laps. Do we need to close our eyes and bow our heads? No, not necessarily. Pastors sometimes will use the 10 o'clock and the 2 o'clock on the steering wheel and I will pray, Lord, help me to be present with these that I visit with and help me to have ears to listen and slow to speak. Prayer is that time in which we acknowledge God is present. Prayer is more than an individual act. It is being in relationship with God, our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who wants nothing more than to be a part of our lives, never leaving us nor forsaking us. And if our relationship we do pray that for which God seeks for us. For God seeks a f- future filled with hope and with life we read from Jeremiah. Life beyond what we know it. The gift of eternal life that is present with us now. Jesus in his darkest hour prayed in mind, body, and spirit pouring out his petition before God in the presence of God in the garden outside of Jerusalem before he was rested. I go to Mark's Gospel and bring us to that place. Jesus had gone up with three of his disciples and he said, now I want you to sit here. I'm going to go a little bit further and I'm going to pray and you stay awake and you pray as well. But we know that the disciples fell asleep. Going a little further, he fell to the ground and prayed, if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. He fell to the ground and he prayed. We have the beautiful stained glass here where Jesus is praying. The Garden of Gethsemane. And he asked to be spared of the cup of death. And God answered his prayer with life in the risen Lord Jesus Christ, bringing hope to the hopeless. Easter replaced Good Friday and the darkness that fell upon the earth through human hands that nailed Jesus to the cross. Prayer is to trust God can do the impossible. As we experienced last week, in the young girl's faith. In the young girl's faith. In a living God that healed Naaman. or Naaman. Prayer is believing with all your soul. In Mark eleven twenty four, 24, Jesus says, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So my question is this. Do we pray in faith trusting that God can do the impossible that God brings forth mercy and grace and does that look different than what we are praying for and this leads me to our second word the first was prayer the second one is faith luke has given us a lot to think about and centering around faith in these 17th, 18th, and 19th Sundays after Pentecost. Faith is not measured by size. Remember, the disciples had asked Jesus, Lord, increase our faith as if the size of our faith has anything to do with our faith in God. We have this gift of faith from God, faith that was stirred in our baptism. The question is, are we willing to trust Are we willing to trust God's faith found in us already? Are we willing to exercise that gift of faith in God? For it is faith. We can't conjure up belief. And that's the gift of the Holy Spirit at work in us. And so how is our faith possible to bring about believing and trusting in God? And so this year, in our confirmation class, we are teaching the kids Luther's small catechism. Which is the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, the Lord's Prayer, the Holy Supper, and the gift of baptism. And in the Apostles' Creed, the third article, Luther writes this about our faith and how God helps us and to stir that gift of faith. Luther writes... I believe that by my own understanding and strength, I cannot believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. Luther says, I can't believe. But instead, the Holy Spirit has called me through the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts and made me holy and kept me in one true faith, just as he calls, gathers, and enlightens and makes holy the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ, in one common and true faith. This is most certainly true. We cannot by our own understanding, but it is through the gospel, the enlightening of the gifts that are pulled through that gospel. It is faith, that is nurtured, enlightened, and exercised through God's presence, through God's living word and the gift of the Holy Spirit calling us to trust and to believe. Prayers, prayer and faith are anchored in our relationship with God, and isn't that what it is all about? I come to our third word found in today's gospel and Jesus' parable. We have prayer, we have faith, and justice and reflecting on, on this word, these thoughts surface for me. Justice is often tied to politics, is it not? Justice is political action to make right wrongs with social economic policies to a level, to level the ground the, the ground for equality for all. From the biblical perspective, justice is loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. It is rooted in the character and the nature of who God is. From God's perspective, justice is more than righting wrongs or getting it right or righting ourselves. Justice for God and for Christian and for church and for the baptized calls us, calls us to go beyond our civil laws and to seek and to serve, to care for and to love our neighbor. I see this happening over and over here at Wayne Zion and how you take care of the neighbor, and sometimes it's very subtle, and sometimes it's much bigger. We received a letter back from LSI, Lutheran Social Services of Iowa out of Waverly. And if you remember, during the summer, we've been collecting a noisy coin offering the children have, and we had Bishop Amy receive that gift to us that we then sent on And they write back, dear pastor and members, parents and children, thank you for your generous donation of $606 that came through the blue bucket to the LSI Angel Tree fundraiser. Be assured your gift helps ensure that children in need within our care across the state of Iowa receive the gifts this Christmas. We thank you for our partnership in this important work and looking forward to brightening the children's day as they celebrate Christmas when they may otherwise have no gifts to open. With gratitude, Sarah Green, Vice President of Philanthropy and Church Relations. Justice is to be a living sacrifice to God for others, for that's why church exists, said Dietrich Bonhoeffer, where God's love prevails, we need prayer, praying in faith, trusting that God hears us, and being Christ for others in the world. It is our call, praying, living out our faith, and seeking God's justice for neighbor and caring for them. Yes, we can't do everything, but we can make a difference for a few. Upon Jesus' return, will he find faith among the living? Have you lost God? My answer to both of these is you haven't lost God. He has not left you nor forsaken you. God is very much present with you and blesses you every day. And I believe that when Jesus comes, returns, yes, he will find faith on earth. But the gift of the Holy Spirit, it is not something that we do alone. So I invite us to pray. To have faith and to serve others. For it is our calling. It is what God calls us to do, church. The gospel of our Lord. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of the day. Let justice flow like streams. 717. I invite you to share the affirmation of your faith. You'll find this in the Apostles' Creed. I invite the congregation to please rise. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. In gratitude and humility, let us join together in prayer on behalf of all of God's creation. For all the baptized, that they become skilled with compassion and grace and equipped to share the good news with all. Grant your followers persistence in the proclamation and prayer. Hear us, O God. For air and sky, clouds and sun, that they provide rain to parched land and relief. To the flooded ground, renew and restore our polluted atmosphere and empower us to be worthy stewards of your creation. Hear us, O God. For judges and juries and all who work in the judicial system, that they desire wisdom and seek truth, rule with fairness, and have courage to do what is right. Eliminate oppression and injustice in our criminal justice system. Hear us, O God. For all who are lonely, especially those who have newly arrived in an unfamiliar city or country, a political prisoners without recourse or justice, hospital patients without visitors and any who are ill or grief-stricken, and Lord, we lift be up before you those who seek prayers of healing. And so we lift before you Carol, Marilyn, Teresa, Henry. Kalenda and Gwen, Sandy, Charles, Eric. Lord, we pray for the safety and the protection of our sons of this congregation who are called to serve in the military to provide protection around the world. And so we lift before you Ben and David, Trevor and Dustin. Hear us, O God. For those in our congregation and community engaged in advocacy work, that with the persistence of the widow, they lift up their voices in seeking justice on behalf of others. Hear us, O God. For those who have taught us faith and now rest in our, your heavenly peace, that we remember and give thanks for these saints who share the gospel through word and deed. Hear us, O God. With grateful hearts, we commend our Spoken and silent prayers to you, O God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We receive this morning's offering, and so we invite the children to come forward, and we are raising money for crop and ending hunger. I invite the congregation to please rise as we receive the offering this morning. We'll sing, We Are an Offering. service continues on page 190 let us pray God of all creation you have made is good and your love endures forever you bring forth bread from the earth and fruit from the vine nourish us with these gifts that we might be for the world signs of your gracious presence and Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord amen the Lord be with you lift up your hearts Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Our Lord was betrayed. He took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and after giving thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this. and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Come to the banquet, for all is ready now. You can be seated. I'll invite our communion assistants to come forward. All are welcome, those who believe in the true presence of the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you wish to come forward for a blessing, simply cross your arms, and we'll be glad to offer that blessing. Let us pray. We give you thanks, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift in faith toward you and a fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. For those who are bringing communion out to our uh, shut-ins, a word of thank you. And so you can pick up your communion kit at the end of the service or any time this morning. They'll remain here on the altar for you. I'd like to share a few announcements this morning. Um, first of all, we decided that... Uh, the offering plate can stay in the back rather than passing that around. Now that we're coming into the flu season, so if you brought an offering this morning and you said, hey, they didn't pass the plate, you'll find the plates at the back of the church. And so, no pressure. Uh, Diane, why don't we have you come forward as I collect my thoughts? I know we've got a lot happening this week in the life of Wayne Zion, one called the Harvest Festival, which has been around for a long, long time, and something new is coming back this year. But Diane, go ahead.
4: All right. Good morning. Uh, Just a few announcements here. Uh, First of all, um, next Sunday, if you're interested in a breakfast, um, there's a fundraiser for Chase Sternhagen, um, a friend of many people in uh, our congregation who underwent a kidney transplant this summer. He's back at UNI. And in general, things are going well for him, but we have one last... um, Fundraiser, the Knights of Columbus are putting that on at Sacred Heart. And so that's from 8 to 11 next Sunday. Um, Harvest Festival, um, just a preemptive thank you um, to all the committee members and pie bakers, publicity, donation, logistics, office work um, for your prayers. I don't want to start naming people by name because I know I'm going to miss someone, but just please know that you matter and your work matters. Thank you. Um, bake Sale, Um, If you um, would like to make something for that bake sale, we will gladly take that on Wednesday. And um, please invite your friends to come out and join us that night. Uh, Invite your neighbors uh, to come on out. And uh, I am looking for some help at the carryout table, either the shift from 4.15 to 5.30 or 5.30 to 7. And so if you weren't given a task and you're thinking i got Wednesday night open. I'll come have some supper and then um, help at the the table. There's some other experts working at the table, so um, I think it'll go smoothly. And if you have any questions, I'll be in the um, entryway. And so if there's just anything that we should talk about with Harvest Festival before Wednesday night, uh, just stop and let me know. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Diane. And it is a part of the life of Wayne Zion. We don't want to take it for granted. There's a lot of work that has gone on behind the scenes. For those who are on the Harvest Festival Committee, I invite you to stand at this time so that we can recognize you. Harvest Festival Committee. They were busy this morning. Yes. Thank you for that. And Pastor just kind of gone blank. So. That's okay. That happens from time to time. Thank you for being with us. Um, Next week, just to share with you, uh, uh, Friday I'll be uh, taking off with Liz and we're going to go check on uh, Pastor Wade's mom. Uh, She had uh, oral surgery back in August and is doing well. I want to go down there and check on her and we'll be back. Thanks to Pastor Dr. Lynn Banderob who will be with us next week and leading worship and also leading us in our confirmation. And so I thank you for that. With that, I invite you to please rise and receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you his peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's sing our sending hymn. Peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Liturgy copyright 2021, Augberg Fortress,
0: all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license number A 729734, all rights reserved.